0: And good morning and welcome to the Raider Rap here on KYMN and 95.1. One. Good morning, good morning, good morning. It's 10 o'clock. Well, exciting week indeed. Uh, Girls State participated, uh, lost to Edina, 5 zip, and then lost to uh, Maple Grove, 7-2. And uh, championship tonight, I believe it will be against Edina. Edina will uh, advance to the uh, the finals, I do believe. And uh, so, yeah, kind of a great year for the girls, but unfortunately um, got stopped at the state. But uh, hopefully next week we're going to have a couple of other players to come in and have a conversation with us and talk about next year, as a matter of fact. Uh, today we've got Doug Davis coming in. He's got Captain Zevin Lowe and Gabe Heinrichs will be here. Um, we'll also... Be talking with Matt Christensen from the boys basketball team. They got one game left here against Fairbowl coming up, but let's find out what has been going on all week with the Raider scoreboard and Evan Lowe. What do you think?
1: Welcome to this week's Raider Sports Scoreboard. This week, our Raider Girls Hockey team headed off to state for the first time only since 2022. They competed at the XL Energy Center on Friday night against the fourth-seeded Edina. The Raiders were seeded fifth. The game started off with high tensions, and the first period score was 0-0. Zero to zero. However, three minutes into the first period, Edina scored, and about eight minutes after that, they had another goal. Going into the third period, the Raiders were only down by two points, but then the floodgates opened, and they ended up losing the game 5-0. to zero. While the Raiders had some impressive plays, Edino was able to shut us down and out. They played in the Constellation semifinals yesterday against Maple Grove at the Tria Ice Rink. The Crimson came in fast and aggressive, scoring in the first 30 seconds of the game. The Crimson went on to score twice on power play and got another two goals even strength by the end of the first period. Starting off the second period strong on offense, Grace McCaution scored three minutes into the period while one of our own players was in the box. Going into the third period, Northfield was still down. But as the penalties were hitting us hard, we weren't able to make up the difference. The final score in the consolation semifinals was Northfield 2, Maple Grove 7. Our Raider girls hockey team ended their season with with a regular season record of 29-1 and a state appearance. The Northfield wrestling team competed at the Rochester Civic Center last Saturday in the team section finals matchup against Albert Lee. The Albert Tigers were the top-seeded team in the section and defeated the Raiders 49-7. Callie Graber and Ryan Cooper both won their individual matchups. Later today, the wrestling team will be back in Rochester for the individual section tournament. The matches will start at 10.30 at the Civic Center. The Raider-Gators swim and dive team competed in their individual sections this week in Lakeville. They had prelims on Wednesday and finals on Friday. On Wednesday, the Raiders advanced 33 swims onto the Friday Finals meet. Then on Friday, the Raiders came to compete and won the Section 1A title. The medley relay of Krabi, Truman, Lowe, and Heinrichs started the meet off hot with a first-place finish and qualifying for state. The sprint relay, including Truman, Shiglowski, Heinrichs, and Udelhofen, also finished first and qualified for state. Udelhofen and Shiglowski qualified for state in the 200 freestyle going 1-2. And Peyton Truman qualified in the 200 individual medley and the 100 breaststroke. Heinrichs and Kasten qualified for state in the 50 free and Kasten also qualified in the 100 free. Krabby qualified in the 100 butterfly and the 100 backstroke and Lowe qualified in the 100 backstroke as well. Udelhoffen qualified in the 500 free and rounding it off on the night, the 4x100 relay of Shuglowski, Udelhoffen, Lowe and Krabby finished second and qualified for state. Those swims will compete in the state meet at the University of Minnesota next Friday and Saturday. The boys hockey team had their section quarterfinal this past Thursday where they defeated Faribault decisively 9-2. to Geiger and Kaiser both had three goals apiece. Winter, Bradley, Becker all scored as well. They compete in the semifinal against Albert Lee later today in Rochester. This past Friday, the boys' basketball team took on the Owatonna Huskies but were defeated 64-50. There's no current data available for this game. However, their next game is this Friday against Faribault where they hope to change their 10-10 record to 11-10 and have a winning regular season. This Tuesday, the, the girls' basketball team fell to Austin in a close game 57-52. Sand led the Raiders with 12 points, followed close behind by Mostad and Schultz both with 9. Their next game is this Friday in Owatonna, which will be their last regular season game. That's it for this week's Raider Sports Scoreboard.
0: Well, gee, thanks, Evan. That was outstanding, wasn't it? Great. All right, what a job! What a job. Good morning and welcome. We have. Speaking of the swim and dive team, we got a couple of them in here. We got uh, captains uh, Gabe Heinritz and uh, Evan Lowe is in here, and of course. Uh, he won't say it, but section coach of the year, Doug Davis. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, how you doing? Doing very well. Thank let's you. Let, let's talk about your assistant coaches for a second. Yes. They also did a, an outstanding job today. So, or uh, they were were they elected Big Nine or uh, section one uh,
2: A co-coaches of the year for uh, assistant coaches? Yes, very My nice. And Brian Porter. That's
0: mm-hmm. got to be nice, huh? It's.
2: Well, it's it, it you know the, the old saying goes it takes a village to raise a child and it takes a village to raise these children these young men, <laughs> and Brian and and Matt have been absolutely invaluable. Matt does a great job working with our divers and then coming over and spending some time working with our JV boys and with the varsity guys when he likes to take a break from uh, the divers, and then Brian Porter has just been fantastic, adding such a nice little, you know, his experience you know being a collegiate swimmer and University of Minnesota graduate. And just his personality, I think the boys just absolutely love him, and so that's it's an outstanding award, and it's a great recognition for those two guys.
0: So who 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 elects that? Who the coaches the, the coaches the coach. throughout the state? The coaches.
2: Well, the coaches within our section. Within
0: your Definitely section. Coaches within our section. Oh, very cool. So uh, by peers, Gabe. Mm-hmm. Good morning. Good morning. How are you doing? I'm doing good. You just get out of the pool uh, last night, yeah. Last night. What time did you finally get out of the pool last night? Ooh, nine o'clock, I think it was. Wow. We were out pretty late. What uh what time did you guys start swimming? Uh six. Wow. Yeah, it was but good. of course that's not three hours of swimming right, actually. Right. But but you had how many events did you have to swim? I had four events. Last night. Mm-hmm. Wow. How'd you do? Uh pretty good. I qualified
3: for state in one of my two individuals and then was a part of two championship relays,
0: both of those qualifying for state. Wow. And one of those happens to be the guy sitting next to you, I think. Yeah, it was. Evan yeah. Evan Lowell, you uh welcome to the studio. Well, man, thank huh? you
1: for having me, Jimmy. <laughs>
0: What would you do last night?
1: I swam the 100-back and 100-fly, Okay. and I snuck into the third-place spot for the 100-back, so I'll be going up to state with these boys next weekend as well.
0: Very nice, but you were also on the relay, weren't you?
1: Yeah, I was on the medley relay, swimming the fly leg, and that was just a fun relay to be on. It was the first race of the night, and we got the win. It was a really close finish, and that was just a really great way to start off the night.
0: Gabe, who did you... Who did you how many? How many people did you swim against in that first because that's the first first event right so yeah i mean you guys were setting the pace basically right mm-hmm. yeah that that event with each relay team
3: usually is like 30 some swimmers um one team did dq and prelim so there was only seven relays in the water um but those are always the best events the relays they get the most energy um because it could change in a matter of one swim um who's in first and stuff like that
0: so how did would you, you get second or first?
3: We were first. Oh nice. Yeah, we had it was quite the the drama filled um relay. So uh we were behind um going into the freestyle leg. Evan um brought us like pretty close to the Mankato East flyer. And then I went in and swam my freestyle leg and it was a very it was tight like photo finish. And when we popped when I popped up out of the water, I looked I like I looked, Mankato East was first and I was like, "Well, that doesn't seem right." Like, I, I was I was watching him, like, I could see him out of the corner of my eye. And uh, Peyton Truman, our breaststroke leg, reached down, like, leaned down to me and said, it was a soft touch, it was a soft touch. That means when, like, the pad doesn't quite pick it up on time. And I was like, okay, that, that makes a lot of sense. So we had to wait, what, like, five, ten minutes afterwards? Because the officials started talking, and then they adjusted the time, and we had won.
0: Nice. Very nice. Yep. And so you start. So you started off right off the get go, right? So you get you get the win. dramatic, It's controversial. <laughs> and uh, and high uh, drama. right. high drama, drama. Down to the swimming pool, and then now, and then boom, winner. That's yeah. got to, I mean, was there anything else going on, or did they shut the swimming down until they made that decision, or did they have another? They were they were waiting,
2: and uh-huh. the teams were waiting over in the awards ready area for the results to come up because the officials had to meet. You know, it was exactly how Gabe had mapped it out. You know, our Cravey, um, our backstroker, and our backstrokers were having difficulty with the pads at this meet because they're very slippery. He actually slipped on his start. Ooh. So he didn't have a great start. And so, again, you know, we were working from a disadvantage. And, you know, the, the three guys out front, you know, Krabi trying to just hold it and maintain his own, but then between Peyton and Evan, uh, keeping us close enough and swimming hard, you know, to give Gabe a chance on that last leg. Uh, that was all we needed. And, and they had, you know, before the... Before the radio show here, I was talking to Gabe about it out in the lobby, and he was saying, I wasn't going to get touched out again. If if they were going to keep this within a second, he said I was going to beat him. And as he finished, to us, it appeared as if Gabe had out-touched him. Right. But the the times up in the clock had come up incorrect. And so then, you know, it was – and I think there so was – So who was quite, the soft touch? T- you were the soft touch? I was the soft touch, yeah. yeah. Gotcha, yeah. And so, yeah, then the officials met, and, you know, the lead official came over and talked to me for a minute, but said that both officials called it with us winning it, and then they went to backup timing, backup times, and they reconciled that, and the backup times all confirmed that I really had won, and so then, you know, we adjusted that. Yeah, our boys walked in front of Mankato East up onto the podium, and... I was going to yeah, say, what did uh, what did
0: East have to say? Were they kind of disgruntled a little bit there, Gabe? I think
2: so. We didn't
0: really talk to them afterwards. Oh, really? <laughs> just, yeah. You guys don't do the handshake at the end, or we, we have a good relationship
1: with the East team. Yeah. And I mean, because
0: aren't you from there? Yes, that's yeah. my whole.
2: That's my high school. That's where I graduated from.
1: They beat us at the conference meet, and so kind of getting that was. Or no, they no.
3: no. We we still beat them at the conference, but, meet. but yeah. we, we go back and we go back and forth, with back with and forth quite and, a bit with them and their medley, so.
1: So we we have a good relationship. I we we always want to beat them. They always want to beat us. But we're pretty we're pretty nice to each other.
0: So that's how you started it out, Mm -hmm. and then uh, so was this was this a team competition at all, Coach? Yes. Was this a team or is this individual? So it's it's team and individual all wrapped into one.
2: Okay. So there was the team title. We amass all the points, you know, as the events play out like you normally would in an invitational style setting. But then within each of those swims. Uh, top three finishers in every event would automatically qualify under the state meet, and then any additional swimmers or relays that would make the time standard the automatic time standard. And there were a few, a few of those where um, I think time standard was was what was met. But um, most, I think, most of our swimmers were qualified top three.
0: So, do you, <clears throat> kind of like wrestling? Do you have a team qualifier and then an individual qualifier? Not in this particular sport. Oh, you know,
2: the people that we qualify out of our section meet. You know, based on those time standards, then represent the team that you take up to the state meet, and we're fortunate this year that we've got you know 14 swims, and I think we'll have eight or nine, ten boys that will be coming with us this week to either be the live swimmers or legitimate alternates that are there in case there's injuries or illnesses for relays, and you know, so we'll have you know over half of the boys that competed are going to be swimming this next week and going up to you and seeing what we can do. Nice. So, Mm -hmm.
0: Gabe, how many events did you qualify for? Um, Three. So the
3: two relays that I was on, and then the 50 free.
0: Okay. So and then how about you, Evan? Is it just the relay or or? I, did... I was
1: a part of two relays, and then I swam my backstroke.
0: And you got, were third, so you you got in, right? Yep. So you're swimming three three uh, events well, too.
1: You never really know with relays. We have a really strong team, but we'll see how that plays out next week.
0: Really? So you could get bounced, or what's the deal?
1: Well, we have a we have a lot of boys that <laughs> okay. go out there, and I mean. I don't. It's the team made it, and that's what matters. I'm a part of that relay team that made it to state, and so we'll buy, go out there. Buy and we'll him have, lunch today. Okay, that's all I'm going to tell you, <laughs>
0: Evan. Just, just buy by the coach, yeah. buy the coach of the year lunch. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> maybe you can get in no, but, Well, but you're it's going. All, it's you're good, you're yeah. going anyhow, so it doesn't yeah. matter. So speaking of that, would you? And not that you would bounce anyone, yeah. but. Because of strategic yes. matters. So you know that he's going to be swimming. He's going to be swimming three events, stuff like that. Would you bring along a couple of extra swimmers just in case? Or can you even do that? That's, yeah, that's what I alluded to when I say we have alternates. Each relay is
2: allowed to have you list two alternates for those relays. And so we'll have probably three or four boys um, swimming this next week um, in various roles that would be legitimate
0: people to fill in in case an injury came up or something else happened. So what if he, what if he gets hurt in one of the relays, let's say, and he's his fifty is out there? Can one of these guys step in and swim his fifty? That's that's the hope that we have enough bodies
2: in these in these um, relays that whatever role, like the medley relay, is always a little bit trickier because you have four different strokes you have to swim: butterfly, backstroke, breaststroke, and freestyle. Right. Uh, free relays, it's interchangeable. Everybody swim freestyle, and so you just you know, hopefully, six of your fastest boys listed as people that you could use on that, really, and then you put your four fastest
0: together when they go up there, and you see what can happen. So you're you're, you're the free guy, right? You're mm-hmm. freestyle. So you're backstroke. I swim butterfly. You do do butterfly. I was gonna say how. Did, I mean, I I, I find that I'm, I I don't even try doing it anymore. <laughs> it <it's> just <laughs> seems painful to me. But anyhow, how did you learn to do that, and why did you decide that was your or how did you decide to get there?
1: I mean, butterfly. I've been swimming since I was very young, and that's just that was a stroke that I first hit it off with and so I've had a relationship with Swimming Fly throughout my entire career, and yeah, it was fun swimming that at the section finals meet and um I don't know, butterfly, you kind of get to like a flow state with it. Because it's all with the rhythm and it's all with the underwaters yeah. and the dolphin kick, yeah, and so I just I love the feeling of it you're kind of flying over the water, and so i've really enjoyed that
0: interesting it's it's just it's just emits pain for my body, just thinking about <laughs> it, but so Gabe you're a senior this year, right you yep. a captain both of you guys are captains, yep. obviously um as a captain as a senior i mean uh, how do you like what's happening this year i mean it sounds like you guys are successful so you oh, got to be yeah. pretty happy it's, right
3: it's great like i probably couldn't have mapped out a better senior season going 10 and 0 in dual meets uh second place at conference which we had to make rochester century earn their conference win um we fought till the very last event to try and take that from them but they executed a perfect meet and so there's nothing you can't really be mad about that and then obviously, basically dominating the section meet, back-to-back section champs, and now
0: sending four team swims to state is is amazing. Nice. So uh, you went up to one meet up there in Minneapolis, and you knew you were going to have to fight Breck. And yep, you team. guys took second place. That is correct. So outside of Breck, out of uh, for public schools, you were number one. But now that you're in the state meet, how do you... Uh, who swims against who or it's just this will be
2: this will be a different format that was um everybody that is in the true team state meet would score and so that's the format behind is to you know evaluate a team's strength and depth and just how big of a program and how quality of a program they've got so you can bring 26 27 athletes up there to fill all your relays dive you know put put all your events and everybody scores points when you go to a championship style meet like this section meet and what the state high school league puts together uh, they only score 16 using championship-style scoring, and so while a team like ours can still be very successful, and we will, we've got a lot of bodies going up there, um, and you know we've got some pretty heavy hitters, guys that would hopefully go top, you know, top eight, you know, all state, and we've got relays that all should be pretty competitive um, because we only score 16, and because around the state you're going to get schools now that didn't qualify for a true team that have you know a couple good swimmers that can get into the state meet. Everybody in these events up there now is going to be fast. And so right. it creates a really different dy- dynamic. Brett Blake is probably still the team that everybody's going to be chasing. But teams like Orono could factor in. Hutchinson at this meet could factor in. St. Thomas is always there. Um, I think we'll have a presence. You know, we should be able to be, you know, in that mix or top five, hopefully finish if everything goes well. Um, higher yet if things fall our way perfectly. Um, but, you know, it's 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 a slightly different meet when we go to this
0: one. So, But we'll be there for sure. So, Gabe, at the beginning of the year, and now I mean I'm sure you had a goal maybe at the beginning of the year but now that you've qualified for state what 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 is your what is your goal what is your aspiration what do you want to achieve when you go up there to swim Um
3: well for me personally I would I would love to have um be um scoring for all all my events so top 16 in my 50 free and then have both those relays that I'm in or possibly even a third relay um be top 16 if not top 8 um I'd love to see that. I think that's great for points. And then I think from a team standpoint, I think and I believe that our guys could get us into a podium finish. I think that if we race hard and we um, keep having these like big time drops and our team thrives at the U pool, um, I don't think we've ever really had like a quote-unquote bad meet there. And so I think third place, second, first,
0: whatever the podium might be, I think we can achieve that. So, Evan, is, it's it's – You've been swimming since you were and you're doing the Butterfly, so you've been swimming forever. So this is your senior year as well. This is your last event. Are you planning on trying to attend another college somewhere where you can continue your swimming career, or what's your thought on that?
1: I'm definitely thinking about it. I mean, I have a couple options that I could pursue with swimming or even running, but we'll see how that plays out. I haven't really, really gotten to the point yet where I'm figuring things out, so I'm still right. going along and keeping my options open for what's next.
3: How about you, Gabe? Um, I am actually going to play baseball at the University of River Falls. Um, Just like Evan, except for baseball, I've been playing baseball since I was a little kid. So that's the one I've found the most passion for, and so I decided to pursue that.
0: Okay. So how did
3: you get into swimming then? Uh, Well, I had a friend that was in swimming, and he told me I should go out. But this was at, like, eighth grade at the time, and I was like, uh, I don't really know if I want to, I don't know if I want to do this swimming thing. But then uh, <laughs> yeah. I got a couple of talks from Coach Davis. I got a talk from one of the swim parents um, who teaches at the middle school, Mr. Sawyer. And I was just like, you know what, next year, which would have been my freshman year, I said, I'll try it. I'll I'll swim. And so that sadly was the COVID year. So I didn't really get like a true first year experience, but I I swam and I had fun I got close to lettering times and I was like I think I should come back and actually try and try and letter and like make this make
0: this my thing and here you are going to state three yeah. years later it's it's a cra- it's been a crazy journey yeah awesome well that's that's great guys I'm glad you're uh, experiencing this and so are you gonna take the whole team up coach or how's that work I mean, um, what I mean, whole, a whole team. Are you going to b- invite the entire team to come up and be a. Are they allowed to be in the pool area and sadly, root them on? Sadly, no, because ah. there's
2: limited deck space with the number of teams that can come up there. Um, generally speaking, there's probably about anywhere from 45 to 50 teams that will have a presence up here. Some of them may only bring up an athlete or two, but some of them, like us, will bring up you know, 10, 11, 12 athletes. Uh, there's limited bleacher space. There's limited deck space. And so the league does limit who you can bring up. We mm. can bring up pretty much just our coaching staff, a manager, and then the boys that are on our roster, plus a few of those um, alternates. And so the, They don't have a
0: viewing area outside yes, the pool? Yes,
2: if, if boys are interested and they want to – um, you know, purchase like tickets. You know, there they there are definitely tickets available. We will reserve like the the reserve tickets that we've got for families of the boys that are actually participating, so they can get a chance to be there. That's our first priority. And then outside of that, if people want to travel up and they want to watch, yeah, there's generally usually general admission tickets open. A lot of space still in the bleachers for boys if they want to come and watch
0: and and see this experience. So how how big of a place is that? I mean, could, can you get a thousand people in there? Oh no,
2: that's the, this this is, the University of Minnesota has been used for. Um, uh, like U.S. Nationals, NCAAs, it's a, it's one of the premier pools in the Midwest. I think they have a seating capacity of around 2,500. So, oh. they, you know, from a standpoint of spectators, they could certainly pack the place and get a lot of bodies in there.
0: So what what day is it? Uh,
2: the meet's going to be Thursday, Friday, Saturday. At night or in day? Or? Uh, we have the 12 o'clock session for Class A, so we'll be at noon on all three days. is a check-in warm-up day for the swimmers. It will be a day where the divers, if we had qualified a diver, they would dive their prelims and semifinals. And so diving will be going Thursday. Swimming prelims will be on Friday at noon, and then finals for both events will be on Saturday where the team championships and the awards and everything else is handed
0: out. So, again, how many of the prelims do you take to go to the finals? Just the top two? Top or? 16. Top so 16. So there,
2: there may be anywhere from 20 to 25, 30 athletes or relays possibly qualified in those events and then they swim in prelims and the top 16 will advance on and just like sections if you're in the bottom eight you'll be in the consolation heat and the highest you can go is ninth place if you can qualify top eight in the championship heat then you know the sky's the limit you can go now you swim for the podium now you're swimming for podium and that's that's
0: the hope you know we hope we get as many of our boys in those positions as we possibly can uh have you been Checking times out across some of the swimmers there, Evan, and like through the state. Do you know who's in it already? And are you comparing your time to their time and checking I, that out at all? I or?
1: haven't seen the like compiled results yet from everything, but we'll definitely check that out in the coming days. And mm-hmm. I know all of us boys that made it individually. We're we're all going to be there. We're all going to be close with our times, and so oh, nice. just going up there and competing. That's all we can. That's all we can do.
0: So okay, so that's next Thursday. So what do you think he's going to put you through this week? Can I put you through the grind a little bit, Gabe? Or... Oh no, I th- <laughs> he
3: I hope he doesn't put us through the grind. Uh, yeah.
0: No, this is kind of like the big
3: like um, like reduction week where we just get in every day just to to feel loose and to feel fast and um, just to keep our body in tune and um, really hit like our taper hard.
0: Okay, well, congratulations, gentlemen. Thank you. thank you. And good luck at State. Appreciate it. And congratulations, you. Coach Davis. Thank you. And your assistant coaches yes. on being coaches of the year for the section. So congratulations. And the conference. And the conference. And the conference. Thank you. It's a nice award. Yes. You guys yes. earned it. All of you. All of you may earned it. You guys had to do a lot of hard work, and you've been doing your stuff here at KYMN all years long, and so you're balancing all that, and uh, being able to go to State, that's a hell of an accomplishment. Way to go, guys. Thank, Thank you. I appreciate it, righty, There you go. Gabe Heinrich, 7 Low, and Coach of the Year, Doug Davis, here on KYMN. We'll take a short break. Maybe we'll get Matt Christensen on the phone. Hopefully we will. Stay tuned. You're listening to KYMN 95.1, The One.
4: This is Barb from Professional Dental Group, letting you know that the doctors and staff of Professional Dental Group are proud to call themselves Norfield Raiders sports fans. Whether scheduling for an implant, mouth guard, or general visit, we look forward to providing you with the same exceptional care that Professional Dental Group has delivered for over 45 years. So on behalf of Dr. Becky Johnson, Dr. John Nowak, Dr. Brian Cravey, Dr. Tyler Yonke, and Dr. Mallory Peterson, go
5: Raiders. Hi, Dr. Michael Ritchie, Ritchie Eye Clinic and LASIK Center. Do you have HSA dollars that you're looking at wondering, hey, what can I use these on? Did you know you can use HSA, HRA, and other health savings accounts to pay for your LASIK procedure? In addition, if you have a FLEX account, you can set aside money in your FLEX account for next year to use towards LASIK.
0: Ritchie Eye Clinic and LASIK Center, Faribault. World-class LASIK, small-town traffic. RitchieEyeClinic.com.
6: The Dundas Dome. We believe that in the dead of winter, when it's 30 degrees below zero, kids and adults should be able to play inside, be
7: physical, and burn off their energy while having fun. So next time you need an environmentally controlled space, consider the Dundas Dome, with over 90,000 square feet of plenty of
0: room hey, Matt, to host good your graduation party, ready to go here wedding, in event, about
6: or business outing. Call us at 507-366-3663 or,
8: so. right, or check us out at dundasdome.com so and next event
4: at the Dundas Dome. Kids are Changing,
0: I'll read the both weather physically report. And emotionally, you do
5: that. <laughs> that means the challenges <laughs> we'll of parenting change too.
4: At Northfield Hospital and
9: Clinics, our pediatricians are experts in kids. Our pediatric team works with you to provide the best individualized care and guidance through all your child's stages of growth. And we take the time to listen to your questions and concerns too. When only the best for your kids will do, schedule
7: an appointment with the pediatric team at Northfield Hospital and Clinics, partnering with you for a
5: lifetime of care. A health savings account from Community Resource Bank can help you save money on medical expenses when used in conjunction with a qualifying high-deductible health plan. An HSA offers the return of a savings account with the convenience of checking, all while earning a competitive interest rate. Stop by one of our locations or visit crb.bank to learn more. Community Resource Bank, let's bank together! Member FDIC and Equal Housing
0: Lender. Good morning and welcome to the Raider Wrap. Welcome back to the Raider Wrap. 28 minutes after 10 o'clock this morning. And uh, I don't know if you got to listen to the Doug Davis interview and Evan Lowe and Gabe Heinitz. But uh, if you want to listen back to that interview, uh, outstanding job by both the swimmers and, of course, the head coach for Coach Section Conference Coach of the Year. And if you want to listen back to that, you can go to KYMNradio.net. You'll click on programs. You'll click on the Raider Wrap, and then you'll click on today's date. But you got to wait until the program's over, obviously, because it is a live program, and then we'll podcast it a little bit later. Uh, Batten down the hatches, boys and girls. It's going to get windy. Yeah, today, increasing clouds, a high of 45, but southwest winds 10 to 20, and then gusts as high as 25. Then it's going to kind of calm down a little bit tonight with... uh, Cloudy skies and cooling off to around 31. And then sunny skies tomorrow and 47. Sunday night, mostly clear, cooling off to 31. And then Monday, it's a crazy day. It's going to be a high of 61 with breezy conditions. South-southeast winds 10 to 20 with gusts as high as 30 miles an hour. Then on Tuesday... It's going to flip around a little bit, and it's going to be a chance of rain and or snow, about a 40% chance of rain and or snow up and down all around. The winds are going to shift out of the northwest 20 to 25 with gusts as high as 35. And the temperature is only going to be 43 and then start dropping throughout the afternoon. And then for Tuesday night, a 50% chance of snow likely, mostly cloudy, cooling off to 7 above with Uh, Those northwest winds, 20 to 25 miles an hour with gusts as high as 35. So some dangerous wind chills are going to come back into play on Tuesday night. Wednesday, a 20% chance of showers, mostly sunny in the afternoon, warming up to about 22. Northwest winds continue at 15 to 20 with gusts as high as 30 miles an hour. So again, Wednesday night, cooling off to 12. Wind still shifting a little bit, then slowly shifting to the south. And that, of course, it'll warm things back up on Thursday. Sunny with a high near 41. So, uh, old man winter is not done with us just yet. We've got uh, plenty of blue skies and sunshine this morning and 30 degrees. So, with that said, all's bright for the future. And that includes Matt Christensen, head coach of the boys' basketball team. Matt, how are you there?
10: I'm here there he is did good you morning. get your
0: Did you get your children taken care of? Are we all good
10: yep we're uh, we're heading into a gym here, so they're just getting settled so more there's always more basketball
0: you got uh, so they're playing today or
10: yeah the uh I have a first grader who has a little basketball camp here, so she's older sisters watching her in the gym right now.
0: oh very nice, very nice with that said uh tough break the other night in a loss against Oatana. um that's kind of Wrapping up your season here a little bit. You're right in the middle of smack dab of everything. You're a 10 and 10 on the season for the conference. And then uh, you're, I believe, 11 and uh, 14 overall. Uh, talk what, talk to me about Owatonna a little bit, how, how the game all kind of went, went and uh, and what you probably want to tune up a little bit before you play Fairmont.
10: Yeah, well, I'd say uh, this past week it would be good to flush down the drain and move forward. Uh you know, we had a tough tough one against Austin, tough one against Oatana, just having a little trouble scoring the basketball. The guys are competing, they're playing hard. Um, uh, you know, so that's that's a positive. We're just having a little trouble scoring the basketball, but uh, you know, it's one of those things you just gotta you gotta keep at and, and keep putting shots up and we get a nice break here between uh, this Owatonna game and then a big a big, big home game on senior night next Friday against Faribault. So that's a that has big section implications.
0: I was going to say, I mean, you got a whole week off there in between games. That just seems odd. Is there, was it just a scheduling deal or was this deliberate? Yeah,
10: just one of those, one of those kind of odd scheduling things with, you know, shortage of refs, different conference games, non-conference games. Uh, so we just front loaded a little bit at the beginning of the season and have a little time off right now, which I actually think is a good thing. Um, you know, we get a a chance to kind of recharge, reset, and and get into our second part of our season here with the playoffs.
0: Uh, the, you are ten and ten. Fairball is nine and nine. So yes, the implication would be you, you'd flip where you kind of end up in the in the section, I would assume.
10: Yeah, tough because we lost Austin's intersection. We lost them twice, uh, so they're below us as well from a record standpoint. But uh, this Fairball game would at least make things uh, interesting from a coach's vote standpoint on where where we'd land up on the. Uh, on whether we get a home game or a
0: Do you feel where, where would you be like a four or five or?
10: Yeah, I'd be right in that right in that mix. It's kind of four or five six or, or excuse me three four five or in in an out for grabs right. between three teams. So
0: well again, Red Wing and Albert Lee you put up eighty seven and eighty five. I mean you seem like you could put the the ball in the basket on those a uh, uh, couple of games what what changed or was it just the competition or what changed between uh putting up 85 and then putting up 45 and 50
10: Oh uh, yeah competition you know it's part of that um you know the Oatana's defense is tough often does a little different mix with a uh, with her half court half court zone looks so it's uh yeah it's it's more a little bit more the competition side. We had better ball movement movement in those games. Our defense is a little more sound. Uh, you know, the the best teams kind of take advantage of when you make mistakes, and Oatana did that last night.
0: So as the year has progressed, any uh, highlights or anything like that, or anybody step up that you maybe at the beginning of the season didn't see coming?
10: Yeah, I mean, there's uh, you know, kid like Malcolm Poole comes to mind. A kid that had a couple tough breaks last year. Uh, injury stuff, and uh, he's just really stepped up, and the light bulb's gone off for him, and he's, he's just playing great basketball, and he's uh, that good mix of being aggressive and scoring and also playmaking and, and defense, and um, so he's yeah, he's somebody who's really come along, and it's been, it's been great to progress. There's another kid, too, a uh, sophomore who's been just working his tail off and, and gaining his opportunities as Tyler Hupton. Uh, Tyler's just been really rock solid for us from a point guard perspective. And he's just been getting more of an opportunity, uh, you know, as the season progresses.
0: Well, you're going to have some big boys graduate this year. That's for sure. Some, uh, when I say big, I mean, I'm talking tall. Um, How does that shape up for next year now? As you look at, look at those kids that may be moving on, are you even thinking about next year yet? Or, or is that you're playing it day by day right now? And just kind of, you'll, you'll cross that bridge when you get there.
10: Yeah. We just tackle what's in front of us right now. You know, the, the nice part about bumping down from a, a section standpoint or a class standpoint is you know there's the section's still wide open Stuartville's uh clearly the team to beat, but um byron has one of their best their best players gotten hurt, and I don't know what the outlook looks on that, so you kind of go uh you know Stuartville's a team to beat they're tough, but everybody else it's you know it's a toss up and it's anybody's chance to make a run at things during sections so we uh when we definitely have the talent and we've got the work ethic and the, the guys that can do it. Um, so we're just really uh, primed to to make a great run here at the end.
0: I'm trying to look through the schedule here, you didn't uh, you didn't play Stuartville at all this year, right?
10: We did not play Stuartville, nope. Not okay. This year.
0: So if you get into the section, well, you'll get into the section. So, but uh, you have to play well and keep winning in order to maybe advance to that to that to that stage. What 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 makes Stewartville probably the the favorite?
10: Uh, they're they play they play really intense defense. Um kind of a smothering half court uh, matchup zone offensively they move move the ball and they're they're kind of like Mankato east and you know they just uh if you make mistakes they they really capitalize on it um but they're you know they they're it's high school basketball anything happen and uh, we just need to be playing our best basketball here going into Faribault, and then turn around on tuesday and and get the momentum going in the right direction
0: okay so you got a week uh do you kind of Taper things off like the swim team does a little bit here, or do you you just hit it hard in the gym and just keep working on stuff?
10: So Monday we're actually going. Uh, we're doing a little team bonding event, which will be a lot of fun. Um, going up to Top Golf and and uh, and then going to Pizza Ranch, which they're super excited about. Uh, <laughs> you, All you but, can eat, baby. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's right. Those carbo load. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, and then Tuesday we'll treat kind of like a game day. You know, it'll be an intense practice, uh, a lot of competition, five-on-five. Five. Wednesday, we'll start prepping for, for Friday with Faribault and, and going through their stuff. And Thursday, we go through their their, uh, their stuff pretty hard and their stuff pretty hard, um, just in a lighter time frame. You know, a little less time, but, but still very intense. And then ready to roll on Friday
0: night at home. I was going to say, 7.30 start time here at home against Faribault. and again the uh, tight tight competition here this is uh, for all the well it's not for all the marbles but uh, the, you know bragging rights for sure right
5: yeah
10: well, it's, uh you know it's just a, it's a big game we want to be playing our best basketball that's the main thing and you know we can't control exactly how uh you know voting and all that stuff's going to go from a section standpoint but we can be playing our best basketball and and put ourselves in a position to to do well on Friday and then it's a quick turnaround on Tuesday
0: so do Coaches, I mean, the coaches elect the seedings, correct?
10: Correct. Yep. So the coaches vote. Um, All the votes will be finalized on Saturday. So Saturday we'll know what the voting is, and you basically don't vote for yourself. Okay. And coaches, coaches take into a number number of account. There's obviously record, but there's a thing called QRF, which is kind of like a strength of schedule Mm -hmm. um, factor, and then head to head, and um, and then kind of just the eyeball test of you know what's been happening last maybe five or six games of where things are trending. So, so, so just kind of factor all those things in.
0: Where do where do you think your QRF is at?
10: Uh QRF is right uh we're pretty pretty close with faribow Austin's kind of creeping up right behind us. Um and but if we beat faribow that that obviously is going to pop our rankings up and it's going to put theirs down. So um and then we'd be splitting a record with 1-1. One one, so it's uh yeah I mean like I said we got to control what we can control right. and and play great basketball on Friday.
0: Is this a uh, the, the the is it a silent kind of a vote or is it does at the when you're all said and done you see who coached or what's coached?
10: Yeah, it's it's transparent. So you have to you put it out there what you you know what you did just to make sure coaches are you know uh, not gaming the system in some way.
0: Right. Well, well you never know, right? You never know.
10: Sure. <laughs> so, sure. No, coaches are pretty good about it. Right. It's,
0: it's, right. Yeah. Well, that's good so um yeah what do you what do you yeah. what do you see what do you see um i mean you you did you play Fairbowl earlier this year it looks yeah we
10: played Fairbowl earlier this year definitely was not one of our better games down there. they took advantage um but you know they're they're a team that's streaky uh they're a team that you know they'll they'll go on big runs if if you let them, but you have a chance to to really take advantage um on the offensive end, if we, can, if we can get through some of their pressure and, and uh, get layups or wide-open threes is the goal.
0: Nice. Well, 7.30 tip time, Fair versus the Northfield Raiders at the Northfield High School, and uh, let's go get that win, Coach.
10: Yeah, it'll be a fun playoff-type environment, and, and uh, yeah, looking, looking forward to it.
0: All righty. Matt Kishenson, head coach of the Northfield Raiders. Thank you so much, Matt. Go back and have some family time.
10: Sounds good. Appreciate it.
0: Thank you. Matt Christensen, head coach of the boys' basketball team. Their final game of the season next Friday at 7.30 p.m. here at the Northfield High School. So hope you can all attend. Well, let's pack that, gym and root on your Northfield Raiders. We're going to take another break. And when we come back, hopefully we'll have Liz Campbell interviewing the girls' hockey team, at least some of the captains, some of the seniors, Ala Puppy, Emerson Garley, Grace McCoshan, and Izzy Steffes, who unfortunately yesterday... Fell to Maple Grove 7-2 to in the uh, state tournament. So that and more coming up for you here on the Raider Wrap 95.1, the 1, KYMN and AM1080.
6: Drive your student to the games and get paid. Many of us would love an extra flexible way to earn money. Benjamin Bus has many driving positions available, including vans that won't require a CDL, small and regular sized school buses. These positions offer flexible hours, days off when kids are out of school. You can even bring your kids to work with you and get paid to watch their games. Benjamin Bus offers on site training and testing, along with
7: wages up to $24 an hour. No experience is necessary. Stop by Benjamin Bus on Highway 3 in Northfield and we'll be happy to answer any questions. Caitlin here from Just Food Co-op, your community-owned grocery store in Northfield. Here at Just Food Co-op, we sell the best produce, local meats, eggs, and dairy products. In addition to healthy food, we also have the highest quality fish oils, vitamins, supplements, and natural body care for you and your family. You are welcome at Just Food Co-op, open every day, 8 a.m. to 9 p.m., Water Street in downtown Northfield. Everyone can shop, anyone can join.
5: The U.S. is facing a housing crisis. Upward mobility is less likely now than it was a generation ago. Northfield is seeking solutions. There won't be just one easy fix. We need many solutions working together. One area of focus in Northfield is the Southbridge neighborhood, which is why we are hosting a community meeting about housing possibilities and solutions. This meeting will be a facilitated series of conversations among neighbors, starting at 5 o'clock at the Northfield High School Lower Cafeteria on February 29th. The conversations are expected to go until 7 o'clock there will be child-friendly activities and Spanish interpreters will be provided. The information gathered at this and future meetings will help guide the city, private, and non-profit partners who are working together to address the housing crisis from multiple angles. We want this to be a conversation involving everyone in the South Bridge neighborhood. Does that include you? Check out the Northfield Community Events calendar online. Just search housing possibilities for details on the event on February twenty.
10: Here you are cruising around in your shiny new car and tomorrow you'll be jetting off to the tropics for a family vacation this dream now turned into reality all began years ago at that crucial first step of meeting with your trusted advisor from merchants bank your savings goals were unique but by them asking you the right questions they were able to help develop a saving strategy that would accomplish these very results that you were looking for at merchants they believe in the power of turning dreams into reality what's your happily ever after this is Paul Ryland from Johnson-Ryland Homes. When you're looking for a new home, find one that helps you get the most out of your community, like the new Bluff View development with incredible walkability and access to local schools and parks. Check out one of our many developments to plan out your dream home. Then take advantage of the great locations and options available with Johnson-Ryland. Hit our website today, jrbr.builders. Johnson-Ryland Builders and Remodelers, where custom-built homes meet your budget and your dreams.
0: Hey, good morning. Welcome back to the uh, Raider Wrap. Hey, what's up? Uh, 10.44. We're uh, just approaching quarter to 11 here this morning. we still got some time left. And we are going to have Liz Campbell interview the girls' hockey captains on this week's Meet the Raider. 46 for a high today, breezy condition, gusts as high as 25. Tonight, partly cloudy, cooling off to 31. Sunshine in 47 tomorrow. And then Sunday night, mostly clear, cooling off to 31. Sunny skies and high of 61 on Monday, but man, it's going to get crazy. Breezy southwest winds 10 to 20, gusts as high as 30, and then mostly clear on Monday night, cooling off to 36. Tuesday, there's chance of rain and snow and this, that, and everything else, and gusts as high as 35. Tuesday, gusts as high as 35. Wednesday, gusts as high as 30. Uh, yeah, just crazy, and then it's all coming out of that northwest. So it's going to cool things off in the midweek, and uh, it'll feel like winter all over again. But for now, we got beautiful blue skies. It is fantastic out there right now, I can tell you. Mm-mm-mm, 30 degrees with plenty of sunshine. Great day to take a bike ride, I think. So maybe that's something I'll do. I'll think about it anyhow, just before I take my nap. But let's check in with Liz Campbell and this week's Meet the Raiders
9: Hello and good morning Raider Nation. Welcome back to Meet the Raider, the number one youth-led Northfield sports radio show. I'm your host Liz Campbell and today we have girls hockey captains Ayla Puppy, Grace McCaution, Emerson Garley, and Izzy Steffis. Welcome ladies.
8: Thank Hello. you. Thanks for having us. <laughs> First
9: off, congrats on qualifying for the state tournament. Thank you. How would you guys say the season has been overall so far?
8: It's definitely been one of the best seasons Northfield High School has probably ever had, so we're pretty proud to be part of the team. I think it's
6: been a good year, good like attitudes on the bench, on the ice, outside of the rink, and I think we're just every single day at every practicing game, we're just like, getting better and building on that, so it's been really fun.
9: And thinking back to the start of the season, how would you say the team has progressed from the start of the season to now going into the state tournament?
6: From the beginning, we were really disciplined, but I think every game, just in every single zone, being more disciplined and um, taking things we learn from each game into the next, good or bad, and learning from them.
8: Especially these last two games, it's definitely taught us, like, the game's not over after a team takes a lead. It can go down to the final minute of play, so you have to work hard until you hear the final buzzer.
4: Not only are the older girls taking initiative, but a lot of the younger girls are, too.
9: Do you guys think that playing some more competitive schools in these last rounds of sections have really prepared you going into state to really get in that mindset of, like, oh, like this is going to be tough?
6: I think for sure. Like, at the beginning of the year, maybe some of those games that aren't as, like, difficult as these ones we're having now, we can just learn how to work us together as a team and not be so individual. And I think even little things in games like that you can take and you can better them in these bigger games. And so as we've gotten to the end of our season – and had maybe more of a tougher schedule we've taken like adversity we've learned and like little things from each game and just tried to make them better
7: uh yeah and just playing those I guess easier games you still got to work on things so we're just constantly getting better for sure
9: and you guys are preparing for a big game against the Dyna on Thursday who you guys played two years ago when you went to state how are you guys feeling about that matchup
4: I think we're two pretty equivalent teams, so it'll be fun to see what the outcome is.
7: And I think losing to them by a lot two years ago also puts a little chip on our shoulder, and it'll be good.
6: I think um, looking at the like statistics of the game, how it would go, kind of helps us go into it a little bit more, like we got this, we can do this. But I think also we're just really excited to be there this year, and I think with kind of the end of the year we've had like some of the games we've played I think we deserve to be there and so just taking that confidence into the game too Mm
8: -hmm. will be good like Ayla said we definitely have a chip on our shoulder but our coaches said a couple years ago we kind of went there for fun and now this year we're looking to actually do something and how are you guys getting
9: mentally ready this week to go into such a tough tournament
6: I think just, like, trying to treat it like any other game. Yeah, it's going to be a big deal being at the X and playing in the state tournament, which a lot of teams wish they could be at. So maybe just not taking it for granted and still being excited because it's just another game.
9: Yeah, I think just treating it like another game. This is all of your second times going to compete at the XL for the state tournament. How would you guys say that your prior experience will prepare you for this year's tournament?
7: I mean, the first year you go, it's kind of like a shock. Like, the first time stepping on the ice, it's obviously really cool, but now like doing it once and going back the second time, the nerves are kind of gone.
4: Going back to what Emerson said, making a statement this year would really be something that we could do, improve.
9: And you guys are all captains, of course. What are you guys telling the team this week to kind of get them hyped up and get them ready to go to this? Maybe for the first time, some of them. Are there a lot of nerves on the team that are needing to be calmed down?
8: So a lot of girls have been here on the team, but most of us, like I was a sophomore, so that means a lot of them are like even eighth graders. So there's definitely bigger roles that they have to step in to.
9: Got it covered.
8: <laughs> and what are you guys
9: most excited for during this tournament? I mean,
7: I'm excited to prove something. I think a lot of people doubt. I think anyone that comes out of our section, no matter who it is. So I think it'll be fun this year to prove something.
8: Yeah, and like Ayla said, people were calling us frauds after we lost to Dodge County, so it would be really nice to win and show them that that's not who we are.
6: Yeah. Yeah, going off what both of them said, just like it's such a great opportunity, and we deserve to be here, so maybe just keeping that all in mind and playing every shift super hard, and we're like a very talented team, so just remembering that and seeing where it takes us.
9: And you guys are all seniors, so you'll all be leaving the team after this tournament. What are you guys hoping to leave behind after this tournament is over?
6: I, like, look back my sophomore year. We had some pretty great captains when we went to the state tournament and just kind of how they led on and off the ice, their energy, their attitude, all that. So I just want to leave a little bit of that behind for some girls, even for if next year they go or in the years in the future, just leaving a positive impact and hopefully a good tournament.
8: Not just for, like, the girls younger than us on our team, but the girls younger in the program, like the U10s, the U12s. And, like, showing them Norfield is a big hockey town, and we can compete just with the bigger towns. And what part of
9: your game have you been working on the most or feel like will help you guys the most in these upcoming games?
7: I think just being able to have fun. Like you said, there's not that many games left, so just, like, soaking in every moment of it.
6: I remember, like, my sophomore year, it being, like, such a cool experience, and, like, you have jitters and you're nervous. And I feel like this year just remembering, like, that it could be just like any other game that we've had and using experience or just, like, little things that we've done during games to execute there, and it'll be a good
4: outcome. From the defensive side, just being so disciplined and helping our goalie because Macy stands on her head for us. So just being able to help her and get it out of the blue.
8: Yeah, it's a- come off of for Grace's. We have definitely been like kind of prioritizing D-Zone in practice and like just helping out our goalie because sometimes we lean on her a little too much. Mm -hmm. And if you are just tuning
9: into the Raider Wrap, we are meeting with girls hockey captains Ayla Puppy, Grace McCaution, Emerson Garley, and Izzy Steffes. Just thinking about the season overall, what do you guys think attributed to such a big success on this season? Like what do you think- really made all of this happen?
7: I think just our bond on and off the ice, I think we all do it for each other and it shows. I think a lot of us
4: came back to this season with a chip on our shoulders from last section final losing, so having that in mind and pushing to be better this year.
6: I think also like never giving up, like Emerson said, like um, against the Dodge game getting. Having to learn adversity with that, which we've like, we been, we were undefeated up until then. And it like taught us that it's not over after that. And like, what are, how are we going to respond? And so I think in sections two, when things got, could go one way or the other, just remembering never to give up and keep working. And so I think that that's been really strong on our team this year.
9: Mm-hmm. And do you guys think that losing to Dodge County made you stronger
8: as a team? Yeah, I think it taught us like the most we've had to like, go through all year. And if we. Would have won. We don't even know if we would have gotten to a state tournament.
4: I think it took a lot of pressure off our shoulders. A lot of teams were gunning to beat us, so having that taken off was really nice. Not a nice lose, though. Yeah. Yeah.
7: I mean, obviously you don't want to lose, but kind of when we lost was, like, a relief, like, finally. Mm -hmm. And I think we learned a lot from that game, and Mm -hmm. they're a really great team, so...
6: Yeah, kind of going off, Ayla said, like, they were a really disciplined team, and I think even we, like, learned from the loss, not of even us, but them, like, what they did, and we'll give it to them, even when our coaches said they played, they knew how to play us and how to shut us down, and just keeping that in mind going into other games, kind of know, like, other teams' weaknesses or know how to capitalize on different games, and so I think from that loss, we learned a lot about us.
9: What are the team's goals looking like going into state? Like, what do you guys want to accomplish?
7: I mean, obviously we didn't win a game last time we were there, so I think trying to win that first game and play all your games at the X instead of having to go to TRIA.
6: I think just wanting everyone give their best. If we can walk out of there and be like, we all gave 120% and um, still be happy with the game, then that's, that's what we want.
8: Yeah, we definitely want to make it a really close game and show people who we are.
9: And again, you guys are all seniors. Do you guys have any individual goals you're hoping to accomplish during this state tournament? Like anything you're hoping to leave on the ice as a high school player once and for all once this tournament is over?
8: I'm not playing hockey after this, so I'm definitely just wanting to leave literally everything I got and be able to go home saying, I gave everything, there is nothing else to leave.
6: I think that's just the same thing, like whether you're done with hockey for high school or going to move on to college and you're just done with your team just leaving a good impact on the ice that not even your teammates see but everyone that you were just you gave 100 percent.
4: yeah i think leaving an impact for not only like our younger girls on our team but the younger programs for them to see and look up to and kind of
9: looking forward into college plans are any of you looking at playing hockey in college
4: i'll be playing at the gophers i'll be playing at river falls i'll be playing at ohio state
8: I will not be playing hockey at the next level, but I will be playing golf at Mankato.
9: Well, thank you ladies so much for coming in today. I know you have a really busy week, so I'm really grateful that you guys made time for me this week.
0: Thank Thank you. you. Thanks for having us.
9: (laughs) If you missed part of this interview live or want to listen to it again, head to our website, KYMNradio.net, and tap on the sports header. That's a wrap on this week's Meet the Raider with your host, Liz Campbell. Keep tuning in this week for more sports on KYMN 95.1, The One.
7: Heritage Dental Care in Northfield is a general dental clinic specializing in a variety of dental procedures and services. New patients and emergencies are welcomed five days a week. Heritage Dental Care is a proud supporter of Northfield Athletics and wish all of our athletes the best of luck this season. Make an appointment today with Dr. David Bruss, Dr. David Buck, or Dr. Michael Thompson. Go Raiders! Community banking at its best. Whether you are looking to improve your financial future, planning to buy a new home, or considering a mortgage, Heritage Bank in Northfield can help. Our ability to make decisions locally provides you the highest level of service at competitive rates. Your finances and home are important to you, and having a staff that you can trust makes all the difference. We make banking easy with real estate specialists and loan officers ready to help you. Stop by Heritage Bank on Highway 3 or contact us at heritagebankmn.com and see how the professionals at Heritage Bank can help you build your future. If there is one thing we have learned over the previous few years, it's that we all do better together. The Northfield Area Chamber of Commerce believes in the power of community. This is why, for over 100 years, they have focused on growing and developing Northfield and the surrounding area into a thriving community that it is today. The Northfield Area Chamber is a local nonprofit that creates meaningful connections between businesses and the working professionals who work so hard to make this town thrive. When you become a member of the Northfield Chamber of Commerce, you open the door to so many of those opportunities. Together, we all do better. Northfield Area Chamber of Commerce. Supporting business, connecting communities, and growing a greater Northfield.
5: 95.1 The One. More music, better variety. The One.
7: This is Beth from ServiceMaster by Ayat. We pride ourselves on being a locally owned company specializing in residential, janitorial, commercial, and disaster restoration services. On call 24-7, ServiceMaster by Ayat has a proven track record of being on site within two hours should you have a disaster strike your family or your business. At ServiceMaster by Ayat, we look forward to earning your business. Call us today and demand the yellow van. Demand the
4: yellow van.
0: Service Master. Just a couple of minutes in front of 11 o'clock, Jimmy LaRue bidding you adieu for yet another Saturday morning Raiders wrap. Thanks again to Liz Campbell, along with Ala Puppy, Emerson Garley, Grace McCoshan, and Izzy Stephas for joining us on this week's Meet the Raider. The uh, boys' wrestling team, they are down at the singles. Uh, they lost to Albert Lee uh, earlier in the week, 49-7, to 7, so they will not be sending the entire cast and crew to state. However, today they will try to qualify for state in individuals. Uh, Lainey Holtz uh, wrestles 124. She qualified for the girls' state earlier this week. She should be going. Callie Graber will wrestle today to see if she qualifies For boys state so uh, quite a quite an accomplishment if that young lady can actually wrestle her way into the boys state tournament so uh, that's all going on today that's going on right now as a matter of fact I believe they're hitting the mat here pretty soon and uh, good luck to all the boys wrestlers and Kelly Graber as well and uh, in hopes that they advance to the state wrestling tournament And. Who else? Matt Christensen. They've got one more game left. Fairbow, next Friday, home. Big, big, you know, rivalry, as you all know, but Big game as far as conference is concerned. So come on out uh, next Friday night and join the Raiders boys basketball team and cheer them on to a a winning season this year. Also, this afternoon, 5 o'clock, it will be the Northfield Raiders boys hockey team taking on Albert Lee in the semifinals. So they will hopefully continue to advance their first place Big 9 conference championship and advance into the sections and hopefully Maybe another bid at the state boys hockey tournament coming up in about a week or so. So a lot of stuff going on. We'll be broadcasting that live this afternoon at 5 o'clock. And we can stream that on 95.1. And we're also streaming that on northfieldlive.com. So today, sunshine, high of 45, breezy. Southwest winds picking up to 10 to 20 with gusts as high as 25, partly cloudy tonight. Cooling off to around 31. Sunshine tomorrow and a high of 47. Winds out of the north-northwest, light. And then Sunday night, mostly clear. Cooling off to 31. And then on Monday, the winds pick up with gusts as high as 30 and a high of 61. Monday night, mostly clear. Cooling off to 36. And then Tuesday, who knows what we're going to get. Rain, slush, snow, sleet. Goodness, I have no idea. And then winds will shift and the northwest winds will pick up at 20 to 25 miles an hour and then gust as high as 35 miles an hour later in the afternoon for Tuesday. And Tuesday night cooling off to 7 above. Yep, you heard it. 7 above, a chance of some snow likely. And a gust as high as 35 miles an hour on the northwest. So Tuesday night is going to be dicey for sure. So... Don't put away those jackets and coats yet, boys and girls. we still got old man winter playing around with us here. we got plenty of sunshine and 30. Thanks again to all of our people that joined us, Doug Davis, along with Evan Lowe and Gabe Heinrichs, for joining us in studio. They're on their way to state. They've got an excellent chance of maybe putting some people on the podium and bringing home some hardware. So congratulations to them, and good luck to them as they compete in state at the University of Minnesota next week. All right. Well, that's what I got. So uh, if you want to hear back, we'll podcast this here in a little bit. That's all coming up right here on KYMN 95.1 The One. And remember, we'll catch you later today at 5 o'clock for the boys' section semifinals coming from Rochester as the Raiders take on Albert Lee. Take care. You're listening to 95.1 The One KYMN and AM1080.